What a joy. What a joy to see you all in the house of the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. You know, I want to talk to you about God's assurances for your future. This morning we looked at four truths about your life to live your destined life. And it was centered around who God is, God's nature, God's attributes, who God is, is your ticket. Every name of God is a blessing he shares. Who God is is what he does for his children. And so this morning we said, hey, in 2024, God knows everything that will happen to you, right? That is about God's omniscience. He sees all things. He knows all things. And so that is a great uh, fear eliminator. That is a great peace developer in your life. That you don't have to figure out everything that's going to happen in your future. God already knows about it. And not only does God know about it, he assures us that he has a good plan for our future. That speaks about God's benevolence, his kindness, his goodness, his compassion, his provision. He's a good God. God doesn't, God, there's no evil in God. <laughs> Amen. And all he does to us as children is good. And then also we said that, hey, this is not going to be, auto, this is not going to be automatic. God is looking for our cooperation. Right? He insists that we've got to come alongside him so that he will lead us where he wants to take us. Amen? Uh, and so we've got to get to that place where we make, we choose, we choose, uh, amen, to um, stick with God. Uh, it's this uh, uh, God's nature of his sovereignty and human responsibility. He gave us a free will. Today you could have chosen not to come to church today. You could have chosen to ignore about God. Uh, and guess what? That would be to your detriment. But you've chosen to align yourself with God. That is the free will that God has given us. And it says, when you choose me, you will find life. Not only for you, but for your children as children as children. And last but not least, we say, hey, you can count on this, Father. God is faithful, right? He will be with you every step of the way. Now, here's what I want to add to it, right? God has something bigger for your life. How many of you believe that? Raise your hand. Wave it. Wave your hand. Let God see you. Let the angels see you that you believe, you receive, you accept that. You ain't seen nothing yet that your best days haven't been behind you, they are hot in front of you. Tell somebody the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Amen. The best is yet to come. More victories to be won, more breakthroughs to be had. Glory to God. God God's going to use you to, to accomplish great and awesome things as his agent here on earth. His hand, his feet, his voice to be able to be a distributor of his grace. His He'll give you more than you need so that you can be a blessing to that, right? And, and, and God, all through the scriptures, wants us to believe that something good is about to happen to us. Even on your deathbed, he wants you to believe that that's not the end of things. You close your eyes to this world and open it in a place called paradise. So look at this amazing attribute of God. First Samuel 2.8. I just want to encourage you. Perhaps maybe this year you've had some roadblocks, some delays, some denials. Uh, you have some challenges, some things may, may be frustrating you. But understand that that's not the end of it. Here's who God is. First Samuel 2.8. Read that with me up on the screen in your sermon outline. Let's go. He says, he God, that's what? He lifts the poor from the dust and the needy from the garbage dump. He sets them among princes, placing them in seats of honor for all the earth is the Lord's. Perhaps somebody at the sound of my voice here has, this is your testimony. God has what? Lifted you up. As a little girl, a little boy, you didn't think you'd be where you are today. I should raise both hands up, right? And what God has done in your life or has done in the life of others or has promised, he will bring it to pass in your life. He says, I lift the needy from the dust and I set them in seats of honor among princes. God will take you places where people around you will wonder, how come? Your classmates, if they ever followed your life, will wonder, oh my gosh, how come? 
Even your family members will marvel about how God has set you apart. That is, and you ought to believe that the God is not finished with you. He's in the transformation business. He's in the turning life around business. Here's another promise also that I want you to lock in your heart. When you go to bed tonight and you wake up uh, to tomorrow morning, the sun is shining. Realize this, realize this. Isaiah 43, 19. God says, I'm about to do what? Something. One more time. Something. This is not same old, same old. Right? Same God, but it says I'll do something new. I'm about to do what? Something new. Now, it says, see, I have what? Already begun. Don't you see? How many of you have seen it with eyes of faith? How many of you have seen your runway? That glory to God, that the way ahead of you is far wider, far bigger. Glory, the opportunities are greater. It says, don't you already see? You may not have held it, but don't see it with the eyes of faith. Just like God told Moses to go and walk in the land, I will give your descendants. You got to see it with eyes of faith. That it will not always be like this. Greater things are yet to come. He says, God is saying, what? I will make one a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. In other words, God is saying, even in difficult times, I still going to bless you. Even in hardships, even when there is hard times going on, people are really going through a difficult time. God says, there's a remnant that I will still make a pathway. I will make a way where there's no way for you. And God wants you to receive that. God wants you to receive that. You see, when God is about to do something new, he says, I, I, I do something new in my life. The chief way God does is by giving us his promises, giving us his assurances, because God wants us to receive it. Do you realize that when God was going to do something big, God, God doesn't keep a secret. He can't keep one. He comes in and he tells people that, and everybody that God had told about something big says, get out of here. It's not going to happen. When God revealed to Joseph what he was about to do in his life, in his generation, he says, look, the moon and the stars and everything is going to bow before me. His brother says, what? His father said, you mean to say that me, an old man, I'm going to bow before you? that you're going to be higher than anyone in your generation. It gets so big. Moses said, no, this is so big. I can't do it. Send somebody else. Jeremiah said, I'm a little boy. I cannot do it. Look at this. All, all these old people, they won't accept me. Isaiah said, I can't speak. I can't speak. I live among filthy people. Gideon said, look, I'm the least in my family. What have you told me? What have you shown me? I know you are God, but what I'm hearing, what, I, what, what I'm sensing, it's like I'm even scared about it. When God came, that Jesus came the third time to call Peter. He says, Peter, I, I will make you fishers of men. And this man had fished all night for three times, had caught nothing. And every time Jesus showed up, he had a big harvest. When he realized that it, this really means, he says, get away from me. I'm a sinful man. I can't take this. All this success. <laughs> all this winning. <laughs> all this breakthrough that you promised me. It's like, I, I would know how to act. What did Solomon say? Solomon said, hey, I'm, I'm just a, a young boy. I look at all these governors. Look at all these administrators. Look at all these wise, gray-haired people. God, give me the wisdom. I can lead your people. It's too big. It's too big. And God wants to realize that he will take you places you've never been. Not because of your age. Not because because of your race, not because of your education, not because of your connections, but because God is a good God. Glory to Almighty God. And I want you to receive that in less than an hour before we get into 2024. And ready. Are you ready for your breakthrough? Are you ready for something that to happen to you? Glory to Almighty God. So there are three things that God has laid on my heart to share with you. All is on God. 
All you have to do is receive it and say, I want it for myself. Read those, those bullet points in your, in your handout. Let's all read that together. Number one, God promises to do what? Help me what? Guide me when I'm confused. In 2024, God promises to do what? Help me when I'm tempted. Number three, God promises to do what? Support me in trouble. You see, these three things are what will knock you off from your blessing. Confusion, temptation, and troubles. But God is saying, all these three, amen, dream spoilers. In all these three, destiny blockers, I'm, I'm going to tell you that I'm, I'm going to be right there to navigate this with you. So because, because God's word is everlasting, and we know that we can trust his promises about our future, here's, here's what God wants you to know about 2024. Here's a prophetic word for you. That in 2024, God what promises to guide me when I'm confused. Say that to yourself. God promises to what? Guide me when I'm confused. Now, why is this big? Because one thing you can predict about your future is that you're going to have to make a lot of decisions. You're going to have to make a lot of choices. And some of these choices are difficult. Some of these choices uh, could even be confusing. Do I take this job? Do I move to this city? Do I buy this house? Do I make this direction? These choices, and we all know that there's a way sometimes that seems right for a person, but the end is the same. How many of you in hindsight have made a decision, has taken a plan, like, oh my gosh, I wish I didn't do that. But sometimes those have been the, the, best, the best lessons. Failure has been the best lessons you've learned, right? But in 2024, God says, I want to guide you so you make less mistakes to lead to your breakthrough. How many of you know that if you make less mistakes in your life, less dumb moves in your life, you're going to get ahead faster. And so God says, I will be there to guide you. Amen. I'll be there to guide you. Now, this is important because you don't have the wisdom, the know-how, the skill set, the experience to be able to handle every situation that confronts you, right? And so what do people normally do, right? They... They, they talk to their friends about it. Now, there's nothing wrong with having a bestie, right, to be able to chat along with. But, but when it comes to the, the important decisions in your life where you're confused, you don't know what to do, here's what happens, you see. The reason these folks are your friends is because they think like you do. So if you go in and talk to them about the most important things in your life, maybe if you are just using them as a soundboard, that's okay. But guess what? Basically what you'll be doing is you'll be recycling the same thoughts and opinions and assessments because the reason they are closer to you as a friend is because they think like you. Somebody didn't think like you, they will not be your bosom friends. And so, he said, well, I'm going to check with my friend, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, this person here that I grew up with that I really like, and we think the same, we act the same, to see what they think. They will echo, they will be your echo chamber. Right? So, uh, looking to friends for the big decisions in life is not always the best decision. Now, others look to the, 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 the media. But good luck on that. Because social media and the media, the opinions change with the wind, isn't that? One day they say something, tomorrow they say another thing. So you can look to the media. 
<laughs> right. There's only one authority who's always right and completely reliable. That is your creator. And if you want to know the purpose of something, you go ask the inventor, ask the creator, ask the one who brought you here, has kept you here because he's not finished with you. Tell somebody close to you, if I'm not dead, God is not done with me. If I'm not dead, then God is not done with me. God isn't finished with your life. Oh, the minute God is done with you, you will breathe your last. You're still breathing because there is still God's plan that has not been enacted and fulfilled in your life. Oh my goodness. And so you go check in with the architect of your life, the creator and the architect of your life. So God says, trust me to guide you in 2024. Because I created you, because I love you, because I know everything about your life, and because I gave my son to die for you. And these are all good reasons why you've got to rely on God. Well, look at this portion of scripture in Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Read that with me. It says what? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Never rely on what you think you know. Remember the Lord in everything you do. And he will what? Show you the right way. Circle the word. Remember the Lord. 2024. Will you remember the Lord? Even when you're driving to that interview. Even when you are out there making that big picture. Say, God, is this the right thing for me to do? Is this in your will? Remember the Lord in what everything you do because he has promised to guide you. How many of you, how many of you, I mean, sometimes have just made, it, made your mind to do something and you did it and realized, man, I shouldn't have done that. Or conversely, you were about to do something, you were so excited about it, and then closer to that time, you just weren't excited about it anymore, so therefore you didn't do it. And perhaps over time you realize that, boy, I'm so glad I didn't, I, I, I didn't make that move. He says, check in with God because he's promised to be your guide in 2024. God has a perspective you don't have. God has a viewpoint that you don't know. He sees all things. He knows all things. He cares about you. He can do all things. And so check in with God for he has promised to guide you in your times of confusion. If you receive that, say amen to that. Oh, 2024, here's, here's a promise that God wants you to hold, hang on to. Is this, 2024, God promises to do what? To help me when I'm tempted. So, so he's not only going to be your guide, he'll be what? Your helper when you're tempted. Amen. Now, so the first thing, the, 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 the first thing that you encounter in 2024 is that you're going to have some, some decisions, some choices, right, that you have to make. Here's the second Thing that you will encounter in 2024. <laughs> in 2024, you're going to be tempted by the same temptations that you've had in 2023 and for the rest of your life. It comes back a time and time and time again. Same old temptations. I hate to tell you that. All right? And if you are in that space where you have a predisposition of controlling every situation, and trying to control things your way. God is saying, how about in 2024, you let me handle those temptations. You see, the devil destroys, distracts in two ways. One is through temptations. The other is through troubles. See, what's the difference? You see, see, you see trouble are external factors, external circumstances. Either sickness, a financial problem, something going on in your marriage, in your finances, in, in your family. Something external that literally just, just knocks the wind out of you. But temptations is what? Internal. Temptations, God, the enemy uses your choices. 
your attitudes, your, your feelings. And he, he bends those feelings so that you are predisposed to follow a certain path that will lead to your destruction. So he uses anger. He uses pride. He uses jealousy. He uses envy, right? He uses, you know, all, all kinds of tools. that He tempts you to think and feel and act a certain kind of way to your destruction. And if the devil didn't exist anymore, you and I are capable of messing up our own lives. Do you believe that? I mean, look at the rich and famous. Sometimes they do dumb things. He says, what? This person has all this money, all this access, all this, and they acted that way? Yes, they acted that way. What temptations were. Temptation gets you to do things to your own detriment. God is saying, 2024, you better believe that I will help you when you are tempted. So the, the enemy doesn't use fear, anxiety, worry, pride, envy, jealousy, selfishness, low self-esteem, feeling of victimhood to be able to sit still and say, I'm not going to go here. They're going to laugh at me. I'm not even going to try this. I'm going to fail. Whatever it is that the enemy will use to tempt you to not what? When God says, I'm, I'm, I'm doing something new. I've already started. It's already begun. Don't you see it? God says, I'll be there to help you. Look at this amazing portion of scripture. Uh, look at first, first Corinthians 10, 13. Read that with me. It says, remember. God says, remember. You, you, now, now, remember the first time God says, remember God in all you do to lean on him, to trust in him. Second, remember. Circle the word remember. 2024, what should I remember? Remember that the temptations that come into your life are no different from what others experience. In other words, it's, it's no big deal. While it may be a big deal to you, it's not a big deal to God. And God is what? Faithful. He will keep the temptation from becoming so strong that you can't you can stand up against it. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you will not give in to it. Oh, this is the best news. Hey, bad. That God is saying, no matter what the enemy wants to push you over, to mess up your marriage, your finances, your health, your family, your future, your the vision that God has for you by your own choices, by your own fear, on anger, God saying it says, I'm not gonna let it happen. I'm not going to let you mess up your own life. Even when you are in the middle of doing it, I will wake you from your stupor, like the prodigal who said, I'm a fool living like this. I'm gonna get up and go to my father and not live. That but God says, I will come and kick you in the pants, I will come and wake you up in the middle of the night, I will come and tell you, Hey, 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 wake up, wake up. He says, glory to almighty God. He says, when you are tempted, God will show you a way. God is faithful. He will keep the temptation from becoming so strong so that you are not buried by your own choices. So you don't take a path of no return. Glory to almighty God. Oh, my. How many know people who just made a bad movie? Says, my brother, things were going wrong. My sister, things were going so right in your life. What happened? Just made a wrong move that caused them financial hardship, legal problems relationship challenges some wrong dumb move God is saying hey 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 remember this oh remember this glory to almighty God I will be there to help you when you are tempted and he asks this in 2nd Thessalonians 3 3 it says the Lord is faithful. We sang that anyway. He's faithful. One more time. He is faithful. In other words, he keeps his promises. Same God, same God, same God. 
and he will give you strength and will protect you from the evil one. Aren't you glad about that, that God says, I will protect you from the evil one? Tell somebody, the devil will try, but he will fail and I will win. Tell somebody, the devil will try, but he will fail and I will win. Amen, 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 amen. For greater is your God in you than the enemy that is in the world. So if you are a Christian believer, you have Jesus in your heart. You have the Holy Spirit. And you have God himself, his love is surrounding you. So that is a tri-factor effect. We're sealed in the Holy Spirit. Jesus is right there on your side. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. You are in Christ, in God, sealed by the Holy Spirit. And so, no matter what happens in your life, God says that, listen, I would help you when you are tempted. So you don't have to worry about it. Let me give you a third promise. So God promises to what? He's going to guide us when we are confused in 2024 so that confusion doesn't lead us astray to make a dumb move. When the enemy comes with temptation so that internally he plays on our anxieties, our fears, our worries, our frustration. He uses envy and pride and anger and jealousy for us to use these tools. The, the enemy has, has not changed his tools. God is saying, I'll be right there to support you. Here's the third assurance, guarantee, promise, prophetic word that you can take into this new year. That would, of course, you to walk into 2024 in confidence. Help me out. God, what promises to what? Support me in trouble. How about that? So temptation is using your own, what, impulses, your own, your own attitudes. Trouble is what? Shaking the trees around you, bringing chaos and confusion, using external circumstances, using people to try to really mess up your life. And God is saying, I'll be there to support you in the times of trouble. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. And listen, this is important because in this world, you're going to have trouble. Just when you think you have plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, plan E, life throws you a wrench. How about that? Right? God says in this, in this world, you have trouble. Right? And so tragic things will happen in life. You can, you can control everything. You're going to have trouble. You're going to have situations that are beyond your control. But uh, this is not heaven. Uh, in life here, we will have sorrow, we will have suffering, we will have sickness, we will have sadness, we will have trials, we will have tears, we will have tangles. There's, everything right is in heaven. Here on earth, trouble does happen. But God wants me to remind you that the God we serve is a God who will what, support us in trouble so we can go into 2024 with confidence knowing that God it will be our protector. You see, in the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, God is revealed as the one who watches over his people, keeping them safe in the midst of anger. Throughout the Bible, hear this. God is described as our shield, our fortress, our hiding place, our keeper, our refuge, our rock, our shade, our shelter, our stronghold. All these descriptors saying God will keep you in your time of trouble. He will be right there with you. These are comforting words that if you are looking for hope, 
hope going into 2024 your fear ought to be minimized and your hope and confidence ought to ratchet up that no matter what happens yes trouble will come but God will support me in trouble one of the greatest promises in the Bible is this one Isaiah 43 2 to 3 I love this please read that with me he says what when you go through deep waters and great trouble I will be with you one more time when you go through deep waters and great trouble I will be with you when you go through rivers of difficulty you will not be drowned when you walk through the fire of oppression you will not be burned up for I am the Lord your God nothing is more important or more confident nothing is more of a confidence booster than the promise that God will be with you say that God will be with me God will be with me there isn't anything that we cannot face as believers of Jesus Christ when God is with us. When we walk through the valley of shadow of death, we will fear no evil for God is with us. He's going to bring us out of that valley to a table prepared even in the midst of our problems. It says, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. In fact, the promise of God's presence in our lives is so important. When Jesus, when God sent his son into the world to provide for our salvation, one of the names he gave him was what? Emmanuel. It means God with us. I want you to realize that God is with you. The Bible said, behold, the virgin shall be with a child. They can bear a son. They will call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. God is with us. And every day you wake up, beginning tonight, when you go home and you lay down and you wake up in the morning, every day you, you wake up and you get up, ready yourself to face the day, reminding yourself that I am not alone, God is with me. When, when you don't know what is going to happen, when the skies look dark, when you're a little bit frightened, just remember God's promise, I will be with you, I will never forsake you, never leave you. And as God's children, we are not to sit around wringing our hands over what is going to happen. Oh, look at what's going to happen in my marriage. Oh, in my finances. We are never to sit back. Even when it seems so bad. Even when it seems so dark. We are never to wring our, 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 our hands in desperation. We are never to live with our head bowed down in quiet desperation that the bottom has fallen. No, 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 no. God is with you. I will support you in your time of trouble. Yes, life can get difficult and sometimes frightening and you may experience some of those in 2024, but that cannot compare to the strength and the peace that God will put in your heart when you put your trust in him. The hand of God, hear me, holding you is far stronger than the boot that is trying to push you down. God says, I will lift you up. Glory to Almighty God. Am I preaching to myself? 2024, God will support you in your times of trouble look at this amazing portion of scripture twice God says when you go through circle the word go through go through when you go through deep waters when you walk through 
you will not stay there. You will not do what? You won't stay there. You will not stay in those deep waters, those great trouble. You won't go, you won't stay in the rivers of difficulty. You're not going to walk and stay in the fire of depression. You are just passing through. It is temporary. It is temporary. It is temporary. Glory to Almighty God. It is temporary. When you go through, you're going to go through it. You won't stay there. You won't stay there. It will not be your identity. Glory to Almighty God. He says, I will help you in those times. Mine, oh, 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 mine. So you and I ought to be confident as we walk into this new year in this few minutes. Confident in God's protection. Confident in his, in his pardon. Confident in his perspective. He knows all things. You ought to be confident in his provision. Philippians 4.13, it says, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. Do you see that? Circle it with all things. See, Pastor Mike, you don't know. Oh, man, my family, my finances, my health, my parents, this is really tough. God says, I will give you strength for all things. Do you see that? <laughs> what you don't know, God will reveal that to you. What you can do, God will do it in and through you. You bring people to do it for you. Where you can go, God will take you. What you can say, God will speak to hearts and minds for your behalf. You will have the strength for all things in Christ who empowers you. And so therefore, you ought to say with Paul, I'm ready for anything. Are you ready for anything? Say, Jesus, I'm ready for anything. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through you who infuses inner strength in me. That's what God wants you to realize. Just three things that I wanted to drop in your heart. Number one, God promises to do what? 2024. Oh, say that with me. Say that. It's, it's, it's right on your screen. 2024, God will what? Guide me when I'm confused. 2024, God promises to what? Help me when I'm tempted. 2024, God promises to do what? Support me in my trouble.